Hey, Anchor, um, Apple Podcast listeners, listeners of all sources, internet listeners, and wherever you may be. So I have a voicemail from yesterday's podcast, um, Becky Stole the Potty <laughs> the podcast. I realized it was a very funny podcast and everybody who tuned in enjoyed it. And I wanted to give a shout out to everybody who listened. Um... And everybody who applauded my channel, my episode, um, I also realized that it also brought along new people to the podcasting scenery. So I'd like to introduce all of you guys, or give you guys a very warm welcome to Anchor. Um, uh, as you know that sometimes, you know, as time goes on, you will eventually get to have your stuff broadcasted on iTunes and other podcast episodes, like podcasting uh, sources. So, I have a voicemail from a listener on Anchor, and I would like to play it for you guys. And this was regarding yesterday's party crasher. Um, you know, so-called friends who get mad at you for not giving you attention at a party that's not about them, but more like about the person who had just accomplished something major in their lives, and that's a college graduation. Um, not many people get to have that opportunity to have that and for this person to try to come in and steal that shine absolutely not going to work it's either going to be one or a few pieces of voicemails so I will be right back with some of those stay tight and stay tuned guys hang on Hi, it's so glad to hear from you. Um, I did respond to the video because I liked it. Um, I do know the two girls in the video, and I'm really proud of Sam for, you know, accomplishing such a big thing as far as um, graduating. That's really a huge accomplishment. But my comments to the video and the response from me is that I just feel like the girl should never did that. Like, I don't even care, like, if they were friends for such a long time. Like, the girl had no right to come and mess up the girl's party. Like, that's mad disrespectful. Like, how are you going to mess up somebody's party because you're mad that they're not giving you attention? It's not that she should be mad. I feel like the girl was just mad over something so stupid. Like, oh, well, they're not paying attention to me. Well, it's not her party for her, her to be demanding that Sam and all these other people there give her attention. Like, it doesn't work that way. Um, I like the video you guys did. It was hilarious. I was cracking up and i was laughing but thanks to hear from you hey um wow yes yes it would have been nice um a lot of people were like highly annoyed by what happened um i think this would totally make for a second episode like for sure uh because it's just you know it's just that important this is like beyond you know the norm. So I don't know if how you feel about doing a one-on-one -on -one episode about this where I guess we'll call through Anchor to talk more about this and, you know, see how it goes and things like that. I'm pretty sure it would be absolutely fine. Like, totally cool. Hey guys, it's me Casper from Massachusetts. Um, so I had a great opportunity to talk with Joanna, who's a new user of Anchor. So I'd like to also have everyone on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast, 
um, welcome Joanna and my friends Deja and Sam to Anchor. And uh, I got to talk about a recap of what happened from the past, the last uh, podcast and this past weekend. Um, We got to break down some of the subjects of various things that we experience as people with various various differences, whether it be cultural differences, disabilities, race, um, you know, religion, everything. Um, so we got to, you know, break some de- some of that stuff down and got to learn a little about about one another. So if you guys would like to go get yourself a few cups of tea and biscuits and go sit by a fireplace. Oops, I forgot that was a very New England type thing. But yeah, I don't think we do that anymore. <laughs> so if you guys want to just get comfortable and listen to this podcast episode between myself and Joanna, feel free to. And once again, I want to give a shout out to all of my listeners near and far for listening. And I hope you enjoy what you get to hear next. This is like Madland. Hey, Joanna. Hi. What's up? I am currently up. I was watching um, a show on Netflix. They put a fourth season out, so I was pretty excited. Oh, what show was that? Um, have you seen Jane the Virgin? Uh, no. It's a <laughs> my show. People gotta watch it. I was really into the show, and I was kind of mad because I thought they didn't put out the fourth season. But I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, I didn't watch this. So I <laughs> it's a good show. Don't judge your book by its cover, but it's a really good show. Hey, whatever you like, that's cool. Um, you know, I'm on and off of Netflix. I'm paying for it, even though I barely watch it. And I'm like, that's not good. Oh yeah, I watch Netflix <laughs> all the time. So I figured I'm like, I'm gonna just give my cousin or nephew access to my Netflix. Just don't go on my side. Just make my subscription payments worth it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, at least somebody's using it. I use Netflix here and there. Or yeah. I use YouTube or Facebook, social media, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like a YouTube person, too. Like, if I want to listen to a song that I like, I'll just pop on to YouTube, listen to that one song, and then disappear again. <laughs> she said disappear. No, um, I watch mostly, like, court cases and hair videos and stuff on YouTube. Oh, like Judge Mathis and Judge Judy. Oh my yeah, God! Judge Mathis, Judge Judy, <laughs> Judge Faith. All those court cases. Because I be wondering how these people getting themselves so stuck in this mess. Like I could not be done. Some of the court cases be so funny though. They yes, there was some crazy evidence. It'd be like, nah, maybe buggy. Some crazy stuff, I tell you. But I wonder if it's real or is it that they make it up? Like, cause I be hearing people say that it's not even real. They just like fancy it up and you know make it seem like oh yeah this is real life and it's not it's but real judges having all this time for the nonsense like that hell yeah there's like no way it could be i mean it's entertainment so i guess but you never know i feel like these things could happen in real life and they do Hmm. because people get scammed or robbed or killed or whatever all the time so i guess it happens in real life but they just want to you know (laughs) display it where we can see it in a non- Oh, this is not by the or oh, this, you know, we'll receive it in a good way, so it'll be taken better. Right. Because they be lying. They don't be telling the truth. So I got a question. Yeah, go for it. How did your weekend go that just went by? 
Uh, my weekend was alright. I was just home. <laughs> well, I've been on vacation, and as you can see, well, as I can see, this vacation has been like terrible because I'm meeting my family members for the first time, but I don't really like them, so uh, not going too well. Uh, yes, I think how that goes, and it's technically not my fault because, like, if my mom doesn't speak to other people in the family, it doesn't really have nothing to do with me. But you know, I needed somewhere to stay for vacation, so I decided to crush my aunt, who felt like I inconvenienced her. But oh. yeah, you know how you get those people like, ah, oh, you put me out of my way, and it's like, damn, <laughs> it is. So now I'm stuck here. I got like, I'm supposed to be staying for the fifth of June, so hopefully she lets me stay. Cool, cool. She has like an event coming up, and I don't know. She's supposed to be leaving after that. And it's like, oh, well, you gotta kind of find somewhere for me to stay. Oh, man. I no money to kind of find nowhere to go. Because the adult life has kind of slipped yeah. under the rug. Um, I don't know, but, you know, like this past weekend, I guess you heard the last podcast what happened yeah, in there. Yeah, really, really bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not personally around Sam. I just hear about her through Deja, but I'm just like, yeah. No. Mm. no, I feel like with the girl so was rude. Like, how can you say stuff like that? This is supposed I mean, to be a friend. It's supposed to be a friend. We didn't mention her name, so her name is Becky. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. baby texted me about it because she was like, "Oh, she's going to Boston." So I was like, "How was Boston?" And she was like, "Oh, well, this girl was like being rude to her and all that stuff." And I was like, "Oh, oh, crazy." I don't know. People are just crazy people. Crazy people. Maybe she did it to get back at him. I mean, you don't know people's motives and stuff. Like you, so you're gonna drive all the way from Cambridge, Massachusetts to St. Somerville just to get back at somebody? Well, I don't even think she drove. I don't even. I don't care how she got there, but the fact that she actually got there to do all that. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's had out, but I mean, people's motives these days. I kind of like on the low because you never know what someone's going to do. But you can only trust what someone says or how they are. To That's the truth. Them. That's the truth. But when someone shows you who they are, believe them for the first time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I People agree. People always show their true colors, but you just, I don't know, in a sense, because I've done it where it's like, I kind of just, you look past that. You always try to see the good in people and you really can't. Yes. That's it's really difficult. <clears throat> I guess these good people that I was very close with, but now I don't know because they don't speak to me, so I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, like, it stayed with me all of yesterday when I got back to Boston. I was like, okay, I know we had a great time and all, but, like, that was, like, really not a very nice thing to do to somebody, especially seeing how, you know, they're blind and you're just going to throw a teddy bear. It wasn't a, not a soft teddy bear either. It was a hard one. Yeah, my automatic reaction, because um, when people hit me, my automatic reaction is to hit them back. <laughs> That's just me, personally, because I don't like to be hit. Like, I just feel like, even if you're joking, I take you seriously. So, like, you can change on me. Like, I would have to reciprocate with some violence. But, I mean, like, it's probably just to punch you or something like that, you know. But I don't know. I felt like she should have did something. But you never know. 
I mean, you you know, she said why she, you know, did not react. She didn't, and that part made me think, too, and I was just like, I was like, mm. ah, it was very, very, she was still able to think very clear, and I, she's highly applauded for that. Oh, highly applauded for that. You know, Sam was very, you know, like, highly applauded for not reacting because her relatives yeah. were there and I'm like oh yeah I mean I completely would have forgotten and would just be like oh snap yeah because I think maybe in that moment she realized not every action needs a reaction exactly so in that moment she felt to take the bigger approach which is not to do anything and be defenseless which is okay sometimes maybe we can't always defend ourselves in situations even if we want to it's just not appropriate the time is not time is like off i mean shoot understandable but i'm wondering if sam had really like i understand with like whites and blacks the whole culture like the whole like oh you know white people are so and then black people are so (laughs) but i wonder if like white people are scared to step outside of their culture and really just do something about all these like social norms that really go on about them because you know that show um they're white people yeah. That show was good. I was like, yup. I was just thinking about it. I was like, dang. Everything's always targeted towards them. Not to say that it doesn't have to be, but like, I don't know, maybe if they just treated people better. I don't know. Or treated people like they matter in that, you know, superior. Yeah. That was an issue. Yeah. There were people with good though. Um, yeah, but I was like, okay, well, there was no reaction, but at that moment, I was, like, super annoyed at the girl for throwing that stuff and for saying all those things, like, oh, you're fat, this, and me, like, which everything I'm talking about now is what was talked about on the previous podcast, so, you know, it was just kind of like a recap of everything, I was like, no, <laughs> um, yeah, like, those remarks know, were just really mean. I don't know, maybe the girl was mad. I don't know. I think she was mad. I think she absolutely was. She always has some kind of attitude about people like being around. Like I guess when I first met her, what, like three or four years ago, we were bowling. She decided she wanted to play around and touch my hair. I have some long ass dreadlocks down in my ass. Oh my gosh, I started dreadlocks and be a year soon. (laughs) One year. Wow. Kept on our pictures and everything. Oh um, man! But she no, decided she wanted to go yaga my hair, and I was like, "What? No, the hell you did not touch your hair." I mean, if you got a grant, I think the thing with white people, I have nothing against them because I'm not racist or anything. But I think when they tend to see a different side of a black person, it kind of scares them. Good, and it <laughs> makes them see us differently. But then they see all this. They have always had in their head about black people that's why when I see black people acting right in public I'm just like please <laughs> like come on just like sugarcoat your righteousness or do something like not nah, full bunk because it makes me look bad I'd be like can these people like just go but then if you think about it all other races are just the same as black people like what's this whole thing about black people only acting ratchet and then and it's okay if other races do it, and it's something direct. But if we do it, we're called out for it. Like, oh no, you shouldn't be acting like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, 
the hair pulling she did. And once again, I turned around and she was hitting Sam. And I'm like, are you serious right now in the bowling alley? We were at Boston Bowl. Why did she hit Sam? I don't know. She decided she wanted to just hit Sam for no reason. I'm like, wow. I don't know. Abusive much? Friends tend to be like that. I don't know because I have one friend. She, I don't know if it's just me. Because she met, because she met Deja, and I guess Deja and them don't get along because Deja said when she met the girl, it's like the girl was just wanting my attention. Is that what it was between the two of them? Like, oh, well, basically when you're around that person, your attention has to be directly focused on me, not on the other person. That's That's what it is. That's what it is with her. That's why Um, they never met. (laughs) That's why they never met back up. They haven't, because I was like, you've not been the, no. Well, the girl, she goes to church in the days, and we've been friends since, like, middle school, so. I was like, yeah, no, you cannot like somebody, because she was like, oh, I don't like that girl anyways. I was like, don't talk bad about her, because you don't know who they are. I was like, the girl's rude. But they don't like each other. Attention-seeking people get on my nerves. Yeah, I agree. I tend to always want to just, like, remove myself from being around them. Because I don't like all that. I don't deal. I don't like to put up with all that ratchetness. Yeah, and all that that craziness. I like to just be chilling and stuff. Like, really? No drama, no nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, it's better that way, you know? Like they say, like, I'm just chilling like a villain. But I don't know. Chilling in the corner. (laughs) <laughs> I'm reminded of my business. Like I don't know what was wrong with the girl, but the girl she hasn't like spoken to me, so I don't know. Haven't really heard from her, so I'm just like, okay, well maybe she's and maybe she's better off without me. Who knows? Hmm. But she maybe wants people's attention, which is my attention. So when they first met, it was like in the corner of Subway, and Deja was like, uh, uh-uh, I didn't like her. <laughs> X, Y, Z, her attitude and her vibe and. It was when she stares me down and she thinks she's better than everybody else. I was like, right, right. I don't know. Like, maybe she feels sup- superior like, to me, which is that's kind what of it rude. is. It's that whole because superior. Because we're together, she'd be talking junk. Like, the girl would throw, I'm telling you, this girl would throw shade. It'd just be out of nowhere. Because me, I hang out with people my age, and then they like to hang out with little kids, which I don't approve of. So I put them in their place about that. I was like, listen. And maybe. It, Maybe I was wrong, but like, okay. So I was like, listen, I need to stop hanging with these little kids because they're not benefiting you. They are 13 and 12 years old, and you are 18, 20, and I'm 21. It's not, it's not going to work like that. And then they got all mad and got upset. Like, you can't get upset. And then one of them was like, oh, it's not an issue. I was like, it wasn't an issue. You would never said anything. Like, I don't understand. They were so mad. I was like, hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, they're just going to be mad forever. Huh? No, they, they were mad at, at one point, but then we like, made up and reconciled it. Because if I don't speak to them, they talk shit. And I don't like that. I don't like to people talk shit. Because it's like, mm, I could feel you talking about me. So it's just like, hmm, what's the problem? And I can just walk up past them like nothing. And they get that little attitude and get in their feelings. Like, oh, well, she's not talking to us. Like, you kind of don't need me to validate yourself, so you kind of just need to stay together because y'all sisters, and I can just not speak to you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not gonna work out well. You can already see it. And then if you tell people about yourselves, they get upset. 
oh, that's that's the truth, you know. That's what was going to happen. It was either me or Sam. Well, actually, it was between me and Deja that was, like, going back and forth, deciding who was going to tell her and that girl, Becky, about herself. And I couldn't help it. So I decided I just decided to say it myself and just, you know. So how did you react to this? No, this Becky is scared of me after that first day of her playing around and pulling on my hair and me turning around telling her never do that again in her life to me. <laughs> um, she's pretty much terrified of me. So after having opened up and just got, you know, a little louder than normal, she kind of mm-hmm. like turned herself to the side and just kind of avoided any kind of contact with me whatsoever. Because she felt like you embarrassed her and you isolated her into a little, a little corner and you basically put her in a place, I guess. That's exactly what was needed. She needed that because this vibe of hers began to grow and it was not a nice vibe. It was a, you know, low vibration. And, you know, Sam and everybody else was had, you know, they had a higher vibration. And, I, you know, it was necessary for everything to stay at an equal level, nice and high. So I had to, like, you know, sever that nonsense and have her keep it to herself. I feel like she should have kept it to herself to begin with. Exactly. She didn't need to spread out the negativity, you know. But, I mean, if there's, you always got to look at it. There's always two sides to a story, two sides to a story, so to speak. I mean, so maybe if Sam, maybe, I feel like Sam has probably avoided the girl's true colors. I don't know. Overlooked it. Maybe there's some good in this person. Mm-hmm. But right now, she's just showing her bad colors. Well, Sam is a really nice girl. And, you know, people that people in general that are very nice tend, tend to get to treated be, like crap. Exactly. They get treated like plain mm-hmm. trash. <laughs> like, uh, I can't tell you. Ooh, like, it's man. like you trash the people. Like, ah, you don't mean shit. Like, you ain't nothing. Like, mm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? For your convenience. Like, that's what I, I just realized. Well, I didn't realize this. It wasn't an epiphany or anything, but it was just like, bam. I see exactly how it is. Because, like, people be lying. I don't trust people. They be they're like, oh, yeah, we're really good friends. I could be gone. Like, literally disappear. The only person that probably will call me is Deja. Like, that's the <clears> only <throat> person that will call me. And then there's besides people I talk to on like, Facebook or whatever. But ain't nobody really care about me. I'd be sitting like a villain, chilling. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Chilling. Chilling like a villain. And then if you try to approach the person or say something about it, it's like, oh, well. It's not, oh, well, because you can't lie to people in the face. <laughs> no. Like, no way. Sugarcoat your lies. I was like, hmm. I was like, we'll see. I haven't heard because she likes to open people's messages and she just leaves them on open. Like, obviously. And then now I'm t- no. Not only, it's not even her opening it, it's the fact that you're going to open my snap, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to watch my story. Then when I say something, you want to slide up and say something. And then it's like, hmm, you don't have that right because you're not speaking to me. So what right do you have? I mean, I guess you can watch my story because you're just a fan of me because you don't even speak to me. So. It's like dust in the wind. <laughs> so she calls this um, person that she is no longer friends with. And she got like issues with the girl. But yeah, um, I feel like Sam should have had punched her in the face, but she didn't, which is also still good. 
you know, now that we've all, like, But I wonder what would be the outcome if she did, like. I mean, if she did, then she did. Like, she just got embarrassed at her own party, so to speak, like. Yeah, yeah, she certainly did. It rained on her parade that she was having, I'm sure, of it. So it's kind of just, like. I mean, I hope that us hanging out with her was a, we were able to restore what was completely demolished um, or at least somewhat because I think after she left um, yeah, I guess things started to look a lot brighter Yeah, you know we went to go pick up some adult beverages and we decided <laughs> to just chill <laughs> you guys are funny and she said adult beverages <laughs> <laughs> Some very tasty adult beverages, you know. What do you guys some, um, drink? We had some kinky, the pink one and the blue kinky, um, some Hennessy and disgusting. some Bacardi shots with pineapple in it. Hmm. And those good. were they're so damn good. <laughs> wow. And I was like, okay, I want to try some of both of the kinky flavors. And they're both equally good and tasty, like well, very fruity. Good that you guys had some liquor to wash over this depressing yes. state of, you know. Yes, all this like the the dusty auras, as I call it. <laughs> the dusty wash. auras. <laughs> the wash dusty the auras. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I just feel like Sam should have retaliated. Maybe violence. They say violence is never the answer. Yeah. So. I mean, the girl had my phone number as well, but of course, I never texted her or called her. Um, because I guess at the beginning, there was this assumption that we would all get along, but, you know, she proved to everyone on her own that she was not mature enough to be around a lot of people. But, you know, it is what it is. That's just the way that Becky is. Mm-hmm. And I do intend to hang out with Sam and Deja again. Um, yeah, because this should I've be an just ongoing been... discussion. Because it's not like this is like craziness. Social norms. <laughs> it's of crazy. Making people feel superior. Like, oh, you're on the bottom. I'm on the top. Stop. And I think nah. that's what color my skin really honestly. But and there's this random like I'm gonna be like really random right now because. I think there's somebody drilling outside right now at this hour. Who? I have no fucking clue. There's power tools going off outside. Wow. It, people like to do work in the night. <laughs> power tools in the night, though? I don't know. I watched them this... What was it? Um, This, oh, Extreme Two Case, this episode where this lady would basically do all her house cleaning at night because... <laughs> Because she said that, um, she said that it saved her a lot of energy and a lot of money. Hmm. Versus if she did it in the day. So she would cotton her lawnmower or cotton her thingy to cut the branches with at night and wake up everybody in the whole (laughs) She wake up everybody in the whole yard, but she didn't care. She said, I guess something about like the energy or it's lower in the night than it is in the day. That frequency, I guess she just wants to wake people up and more money. Extreme cheapskates is very interesting though, because I don't know how these people do it. Like, they're just disgusting, (laughs) they're just disgusting. Like, they pick pills out of the trash, like, they just do too much. Like, they're nasty. I (laughs) I can never be an extreme cheapskate because I spend money a lot. 
but oh no i can't i've seen this funny video where they were talking about cheap family or cheap parents tell me why these mofos were using mouthwash you know what they did everybody stood by the sink and i guess you can guess what the hell happened what happened okay so the father took the first gargle with the mouthwash spit it back into the top ew <laughs> gave that it to is the so wife. unsanitary like <laughs> maybe they have better health than us because we seem to be using only what is ours in america like who does that that is an American family that's doing that nasty shit. I don't know, because Americans out here, they can't even live the dream, so I'm over living in America. I don't care what anybody says. They all four of them use the same mouthwash, and that's I'm like... Disgusting. Or this disgusting. <laughs> that's so nasty. Or this one where this lady, this lady, her son, and her husband all took one bath. Like, they all used the same water. Oh, I saw that. And he's yes, like, he just wants to nasty. take a normal shower. And I'm like, dude, you're Did taking you... a shower in her fucking booty crust juice. That's disgusting. Under boob sweat water. That's Ew. nasty. She said, oh, she saved lots of money. I was like, yeah, at least Mm-mm. you want to save all their money. There was this one with a couple where they would use the same um, toothbrush. They take showers together. They use the same floss. They share deodorant. Like, Oh, that's nasty. Come on, like, personals. Like, come on, even Dove is cheap. Dove is 97 cents travel size. You can't afford that if you want to be so cheap and not buy a full stick of deodorant. Like, come on. That's disgusting. Or the one with the lady. She cooked lasagna. (laughs) She cooked lasagna lasagna in the dishwasher. That's disgusting. Like, how the heck? How did that go? She just made sure she had to wrap it properly while she washed the dishes. So basically, she had aluminum foil all over the pan. With lasagna and then I guess it cooked. And you know what else she did? Whatever what? her kids didn't use, like ketchup, mustard, and all that stuff, condiments, she put it right back in the bottle. Nasty. <sighs> like I'm not saying to say even where your kids' mouth's been, but still, like your kids got germs. That's disgusting. That's really nasty. I don't know. Cheapskates would make you wanna punch them in their face for trying to save all their millions of dollars. That is Both disgusting. And I want to know what they're saving all this money for. Like, what are you saving it for? Better be worth it. You better because be that car. shit is nasty. Oh, no. The Asian lady, the one that I seen, the one that picks food up in the trash can, she's so disgusting. Uh, she picked what? a whole meal out of the trash can and tried to heat it up and serve it to people. Oh, that's nasty. And then she doesn't do laundry. She washes her clothes in the bathroom. <laughs> Which, I guess that's a frugal way of saving money that kind of makes sense i guess because it's water so i guess if you want to take a shower with your clothes on but with her clothes on that's what she did she didn't oh, want to shit no oh my goodness with her clothes on oh that's nasty yeah she washed her clothes in the bathroom saying how she didn't go to the laundromat because the laundromat can cost so much oh and then there was this one about this guy he's so cheap he um asked for samples and walked away. <laughs> like samples of ice cream or whatever it was. I was like, what the hell? And then they got mad when he didn't He's so nasty. He went and dug in the trash can for a cup and a bag of like popcorn things Ew. and got refills and gave them to his wife. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, where are the divorce papers? 
I don't understand. I don't know. I don't believe in divorce. I probably if I marry somebody, I probably wouldn't want to divorce them. But I'm just saying, like, they probably would have to cheat on me. But like, I don't know. Like their tactics and way of living is kind of scary. Nasty. It's like, what are you making money for? Not to spend it? Like, come on. Money doesn't grow on trees. I mean, you work hard for your money. At least spend it in some way. They're saving their money for. I don't know. Maybe her car, a house. Well, it better be something extremely some land. Like, start growing some crops. I right, like start opening multiple. Start a revolution or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> all war, that like, extreme do cheapskate crap is nasty. I'd never be a cheapskate because I'm not cheap. Mm-mm, I can't do that. You know, there's certain things you just can't. It's just be nasty. cheap about. Like ew. Like, you think all these germs and people get sick and catch the diseases and infections? Oh, my God. But the one that definitely got me, for sure, was the freaking mouthwash one. It was, like, yuck. That's so disgusting, though. Who does that? Mouthwash? Really? Gosh. How much are you saving for the gulp on mouthwash? Not even a, <laughs> a capful. Even for the halfway, you get enough right there, like... Look, these people. Not only did it not get put back into the freaking, it got thrown. It didn't get thrown away. They freaking put it back in the bottle. They what? They put it back in the bottle. What do you mean they put it back in? So they all spit it out the same mouthwash mm-hmm. and put it back in the container. Yep. That's unsanitary. That's disgusting. That's like, no. It's, it's as like if you didn't even brush your back teeth. Into your mouth, basically. Yes. <laughs> These were just ridiculous. Seriously. Oh, and then I watch compulsive cleaners and the people that love to clean. No, not a big fan. No, I like the show. It's pretty interesting, but I don't know. These people have really bad OCD issues. Like, you get up to clean the same thing every single day. Like, your body doesn't get tired. Like, you don't sleep. I don't know. I don't think they sleep. You go home just to get a high off of cleaning? Like, come on. like <laughs> That's what it seems like. We would do these OCD stuff. Like, oh, it's a high. Like, you gotta clean your house seven times <laughs> in a row for the one week? Like, like how, how clean do you want your house? Mm-mm. Extremely clean. I understand they want it extremely clean, but I think that's OD. That's why they call it OCD. Because they OD and, like, don't overdo it. Or the ones that don't clean their house. Yeah. No. It's one thing to have, like, a dirty house. But when you can't, like, live in it, like, that's just... When it's completely inhabitable. Like, yes. you can't... Hoarders. Oh. Hoarders scares the living daylights out of me. It's an interesting show, but it's like, why do you have so much stuff? Like, my gosh. Like, it's like you build, like, your whole life around this crap. And you can't seem to get out of it. And then when somebody uh, tries to come and help them, they get mad. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it was like one episode I saw on Hoarders where this guy picked up a collection of newspapers and a pile of junk. And she's like, oh, no, it reminds me of this day, such <laughs> and such, when I stopped speaking to so-and-so. And I'm like, are you serious? What, what significance is it for you? And then you just have to have it in that exact spot. I don't Where know. you left it? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. People have like 
a lot of th- a lot of things I notice with people is they carry around stuff significant for like a memory or something like that, like the idea or the thought of something, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I probably have to do some cleaning when I get home. I'm not a hoarder. I just have a lot of stuff that I, I know that I have to use. I've got, like, tons of, you know, like, handbooks on, you know, assistive technology, but damn, there comes a point where you have to get rid of all that junk. Yeah, you do. And you gotta find something to put in. And plus, all that clutter's not good for you, either. No, it's not good for your health. Like, if you know of a place that's looking for a handbook on certain softwares, bring all that crap over there. Like, hey, someone else can use it, especially if it's in really good condition. Or throw it out. Or either that, you know, give it away or throw it away. That's what I'm also doing with all my crap because I have a lot of clothes. I don't seem to wear and I buy clothes. Mm-mm. I got like too many. I'm about to wash them. Well, no, I did do laundry. I need to do laundry when I come back. I'm going to wash them and give them to my friends. Like, Here, do you want this? Take this. Wear this. Take it because <laughs> can't fit me no more. So you can have it. I know they'll love it. They're like, oh, yeah, she's giving you some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yourself, you can rock whatever I gave you now. I don't want it. Yeah, but Sam, I don't know. She shouldn't allow herself to be treated that way. Oh, no. Absolutely not. And she deserves really good friends. You know, she has good friends, but she deserves more good friends. And she doesn't need to have one person, like, people like that, like Becky, coming around. Because that can ruin, like, your whole entire, like, that can affect you psychologically. It does. It does. You know, it starts to give you that feeling of feeling unworthy or not good enough. And you don't need to have these things, you know. Yeah. It's bad enough all this craziness that's going on in the world. And the last thing you need to have is someone making you feel unworthy. I hope she apologizes to Sam. That's what I was thinking of. I meant to actually that. that. I was wondering, I was, I think I actually said, did Sam, did the girl apologize to Sam? But mm. I just feel like they shouldn't be friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gone, like, so through and done with. And she uses, like, gifts to buy their friendship and stuff, See? as you've heard in my podcast before. Like, See? she like, used... you're wasting your money. You're not going to have that friendship. You know, eventually, you know, Sam... You know, she's already tired of the girl. So all she has to do is just tell her, if you don't change your behavior, you can't can't be friends with her no more. Um, my thing is, even if you apologize verbally, that's not enough. A true apology is a change of behavior. Yeah. Seriously, a permanent change of behavior. If you really want to hold on to a friendship that's worth hanging on to. After behaving so childishly. Childishly saying they tell you these people. Hmm. I don't know. Some people just let go of friendships left and right. Shoot. Shoot. My I did another podcast a couple of days ago. I called it Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> so it's like you give people the Edward Scissorhand treatment for situations like Sam is dealing with or many other people like Sam are dealing with. You just got to cut them off. They got to go. That's it. I mean, like, and then it's funny because it's like when you give people the same treatment that they have given you, they get mad. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like if someone's ignoring me and then calling me their friend. Like, and then if I don't speak to them, they get upset. 
Why? Like, where's your sense of entitlement? You don't have the right to get upset. <laughs> no room for that. No. You don't have you don't have that right. Although people feel like they're entitled to get in their feelings these days, but no, you don't have that right. You can't be treating people like crap, and then when they dish it back to you, you, you get no. That's the truth. They get mad, and so I really hope that. I don't even want to hear nothing about no. Oh, she apologized. We're friends again. No, I want to see true effort. Like, I mean, if she's even capable of it, I want to see true effort, like a behavior change, attitude change, when, or at least be making an effort to work on that part of herself. Like, yeah, you you know, not everybody, you, you know, people like that. Sam is not for everybody. We are not for everybody. Oh, I definitely ain't for everybody. I can't be dealing with this. Hell no. nah. It's not no one-size-fits-all type shit. Nope. It's not, because a lot of, that's for clothes. That one-size-fits-all is uh-uh, for clothes. That's for clothing. No, clothing we are not a and piece probably of clothing. shoes. One-size-fits-all, but one-size-fits-all for friends? Nah. Uh-uh. I don't know, but people just... I don't know, people just are people. I don't know, but you know, I learned that almost immediately, like it I guess I discovered that in middle school like you know we're not for everyone <laughs> you know people are just not for your caliber and you know it's the other I way around people too don't like me that's their problem and I just yeah, look at cares? it as, mm. you know, like ask it's them like this one girl which... she didn't like me but she has the nerve to tell one of my friends like you're, you're dumb like you don't like me but you can tell one of my friends okay <laughs> I wasn't very fond of you either but really cares. Um, not everybody likes everybody. Ask these people who sit here and give you their opinions which one of your bills or utilities did their opinion pay for? None. Exactly. So, guess what? We got so many opinions on things. Their opinions are invalid. Well, (laughs) you should be doing this or oh, well. No. 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 People's opinions aren't really valid anymore these days. Who cares what other people have to say? That's true. Because it's not like who cares because everybody cares what people have to say. Whether Mm -hmm. it be good criticism or bad criticism. We all care what other people in a sense have to say. But it's how we take in what they have to say. We can take it and use it to our own judgment. Eh, Good criticism, bad criticism. But some people be taking things to the heart. Yeah. If they are these kind of really sensitive people, then they have to be very selective about who they have around them. But I don't know. Sensitivity? I don't know. It's a very touchy subject because a lot of people are sensitive to certain things, you know, based on their own experiences. So sensitivity is really not for everybody because everybody wants to be this hardcore, tough, whatever, whatever. They're not really tough. <laughs> like a tough shell, but a very soft interior. Yeah. They want to be tough. They want to keep up with the looks. They want to keep up with that image. Because <laughs> again, you know, society says that we should be like, you know, rigid with these opinions and people's ideas of us. Because I think society really wants us to meet the ideas and standards they think of us first. And then whatever else we feel follows afterwards. That's true. No, society got so much to say. They need to tone down. Like they put the royal wedding on TV, 
and everybody is just putting their comments out. And I'm just like, can you leave these people alone? And my aunt's like, they're royalty. So I'm just like, these people deserve to have a life just as much as we do. Why why can't they get married married in private? Like, sheesh. Can't even have, like, your own wedding or your own thing private in America. They don't get in somebody's business. Like, back up. Just because he's marrying some princess. Okay, get on with your lives. <laughs> like, the world doesn't stop because he's getting married. Like, oh, no. But, I don't know. What else did Sam... Did, so, did Sam ever confront the girl after? Or... I I don't even know. Because after that, within, like, maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes, the girl had, like... She hightailed it. <laughs> she booked ass and, like, just ran out. Like, disappeared. And went she home. disappeared? Why did she leave? Well, I guess... After what was said to her and some other things... Um, she decided, oh, I'm just going to leave, I guess. So she um, wasn't going to face the problem hands-on and actually sit down and talk about the issue? Nope. So she was going to run and be a little scared coward. Oh, she see. ran because she wanted people to run after her. And he was like, oh, oh sympathize stay. And empathize with her. Becky, stay. Oh, no, sympathize. Like, no. Sympathize no. and empathize with you? Like, really right. on your side? Like, oh, we for the victim situation you created? Oh. Right, you created the situation, and now you want people to beg you to stay. But guess what? We all sat there do that at somebody else's party or at their house. Right. I mean, Sam was kind enough to invite you. Sheesh! Don't come ruining it because you want all the attention. You can get all the Sam's attention another day. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, why have to be now? You just embarrassed the girl, and Mm -hmm. then you ran after. The big explosion, big reveal of your nasty remarks of the girl you want to run. Like, ha ha ha. Like, swiper, no swiper. Like, oh man, when he steals Dora's crap and then he runs and like hides that. <laughs> like, no. You can't be swiper, no swiper in the real world. You have to like come to terms with it and talk with the girl. I felt like she should have. No, like I said, you can apologize so many times and not really mean you it. You want her to. T- apologize and change her behavior and she might feel like that is asking too much of her well then if that's asking too much of her then who is she to still be in the presence of sam or in the presence of anyone else that does not deserve her treatment i don't know she needs to be by herself yeah isolation needs to learn how to be by herself in order to really evaluate herself and I don't I don't know if she even has that capacity. Enjoy your own company before you can try to enjoy other people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I she enjoy needs. my own company every day. Like, oh, I love to be by myself. Not to say that I'm not like oh social butterfly. Yes. Have friends and social to an extent. But just me. I can sit back, I can relax. Yeah, I enjoy I like being around people. But, you know, sometimes I need my recharging time, you know, like your time to recharge your energy. Me time is every day. <laughs> <laughs> me time is every single day. Yes. Me For time sure. Is me time. Like, me time is just... Definitely. And this episode is going to be so good, I guess. It's like 42 minutes. I think that's probably the longest it's ever been. Yes, we were having such a detailed discussion, but <laughs> I don't know. 
I wish them nothing but the best. I mean, it's not bad to see about the girl, but the other girl was kind of rude, and she should never did what she did. No, yeah, she was like, very rude. It wasn't rude. called for. I don't even think it was needed. Like, come on, like sometimes what people do is just to go. Maybe she's trying to call out to Sam, or you know how people do stuff for like attention, but yes. it's kind of just like, oh yes, I really like it could be a, an emergency. Maybe it was that type of thing. Mm. Desperate time to call for desperate measures. I mean, she could have been. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what she was going through up until that time. So maybe there was a reason behind this backlash. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Don't know everything. So but... she could be putting her negative frustrations and her anger in a displaced disposition onto Sam. Like, oh, now you need to handle it. Because maybe the other people haven't handled it very well, or she hasn't been able to express it to anybody. I mean, yeah. my thing is, I I don't believe there's no excuse for that kind of behavior. Yes, because yeah. it's abuse. None. It's physical. That's abuse. And it's, it's a mental. emotional abuse. It's, you know, it's not physical, okay. mental. I mean, did Sam cry? Um, she went to her brother's room and I'm pretty sure she was pretty steamy, like steamed up and angry about it. Okay, so we're going to say emotional. Mm-hmm. Emotional. What's the term? Emotional abuse, for sure. Emotional her, abuse, for sure. On her day at graduation from college. So, you know, we kept on mentioning, like, hey, congrats to Sam. You know, she did what a lot of people... Well, most Can't people seem to figure out to exactly <laughs> what they want to do with their life. And I'm like, okay, well, especially, you know, you go blind at the beginning of this, your your college career, and you still go through with it. I mean, you had a, op- I mean, she had an option to not continue, but she did. And she finished. So yeah, I kept on, you know, putting that out that I was like, yes, congrats. You did it. You, you know, Westfield State is waiting for you and you're going to get your PhD and you're going to be doing all this stuff and all the people who are sitting here calling you bad names is going to be stuck where they are, never going to grow because they, they're they just not capable of growing and all they want to do is hang on to people and become bed bugs to them and latch on and suck up all yeah, their blood. People, I feel like people don't grow because... They choose to stay where they're at because they're comfortable. They're comfortable being stuck that way while <laughs> she's willing to evolve. So to anybody listening out here, well, that may be step getting out access. Comfort zone, man. Yeah, step out of there. I mean, I did. I mean, what happened for me is it made me feel much more confident with myself as someone with more than one disability. What kind of disabilities do you have? I have blindness and deafness. Oh, I was born like that. And so I speak out at many events. In fact, I was um, invited to speak at an event on Wednesday um, at the Boston Public Library for disabled residents of Massachusetts. And I'm like, you know, just, you know, disability advocates that's um, good that you dis um that's good that you're um what you call it? Speaking up for the people that have disabilities. Oh yes. 
or even I'm cultural people too. differences. Oh yeah, cultural. <laughs> I am actually glad to be doing this, and you know, it got me. I got me on a couple of radio shows with someone in Baltimore and Washington, and I wanted wow. to get Sam on the radio, Breaking Barriers radio show, because um, you know she has a great story to tell. And I'm like, whatever I know about that can help you get your story time out, I'm going to find it, get a hold of it, and share it with Sam or anyone else who wants to be on the radio. Um, This is geared mostly with people who have disabilities or more than one disability, trailblazing and, you know, breaking barriers in a world that is not catered to anyone with disabilities. No, because today we live in a society of so many social norms. Too many. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Not Jesus, but, like, I'm just saying, like, it's so annoying. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, do you have any disabilities yourself? Yeah, I wear glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see. It's just save my own life. (laughs) But I like my glasses. My glasses are cute. I get the same ones every year. I gotta get my eyes retested to actually go get new ones because the prescription expired. I think. Uh, cool. But I like to wear glasses. My my glasses make me look cute. I can pop in it like yes, yes. It is a thing to wear glasses. I like to be able to see. Yeah, I find I have my glasses all my life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what's going on, you know, outside of the podcasting world. That's really Uh, great. Like, this is how old are you, by the way? I am 28. Wow. I've already got myself, you know, filed some legislation in Massachusetts, and so many things have happened, and so many breaking barriers I have gotten to dabble in. Um, I teach photography to um, some people who are blind and low vision or with many other disabilities in the Boston area. Oh, wow. So you've really taken your disability and kind of used it, used it to your advantage. Absolutely. I like to hear when people say, uh, I've never heard of a blind person or deaf blind person teaching photography or doing photography. And it's I was like, almost Watch. as if you don't even have. It's almost as if you don't have. The disability because right. you used it to basically work for your I, I use it to work for me I mean I was born like this I don't know any other way so if anyone ever asked me if I've ever you know known what it was like to be a sighted person I couldn't even tell you what that was like or to be someone who can hear fully you know I'm completely deaf in my right ear and I'm like very hard of hearing in my left ear and I use Bluetooth hearing aids or hearing aid. So I wouldn't know where to even begin to tell anybody what being fully sighted is like. Nope. That's a great um that's a great thing to hear. Because <laughs> I've always done it I've always done things it's or... like people with disabilities they see their handicap or whatever. That's a disability they don't try to figure out ways to make it work for them. So they can actually do stuff in their life. Oh, yeah. Because all, all it is is just adaptive techniques. That's it. 
adaptive yes. techniques and you will adaptive devices and all that stuff and yes yeah. assistive technology is amazing um yeah, I, I even teach assistive technology to seniors who are going blind um and i the best part i like about it is you know seeing someone who lived their whole life as being sighted and then you know they become blind but then we help them get back in the game yes that is great you know, teaching people how to use iPads with voiceover or Zoom or something like that, or even if they're really willing to learn Braille at their age and they actually can do it, it's like, nice. Well, if you liked this conversation about touching on multiple subjects. Yes, there's we like can so many more things we can talk about. But um, definitely do I some more episodes. How long, how long have um, the girl and um, Sam been friends for? 13 years. Wow, that's a long time to be friends with somebody. For them oh, to yes. treat you like trash. That's your party. 13 years of being, you know, treated like nothing. And, um, you know, I've heard that she was not like this before. I guess she started getting like this when she moved away from her parents and was living in next to Harvard University. And that's when things started looking different. But she don't make no sense because, well, maybe, okay, let's not say she don't make no sense because maybe she makes sense in that sense of her trying to make sense of this. Maybe she was vulnerable when she moved away from her parents. I mean, she can make friends. And does, she does, does the girl not... have any impairments? Is there anything wrong with the girl? Uh, she may have some uh, cognitive disabilities of some sort. No, I'm saying, does she have, like, any disabilities? Yes. She has uh, mental, like, some kind of, like, mental disability of some sort. So she has a mental disability, so... Why is she treating Sam, like... Sam's supposed to take that treatment because of her having a mental disability? Right. So it's like her saying her disability is much more important than blindness when both disabilities are serious enough and nothing should be put higher than the other. Yeah, they're both equal. What makes one different from the other is the disability. Mm -hmm. The same the same aspect needs to be seen or same technique needs to be applied doesn't change because it's oh maybe it's the person I don't know but I feel like what she did was completely wrong oh yes indeed there's no way 
And she should have did that at that girl's party. Oh, yeah. it Like, that whole situation stayed with me. Like, I'm like, wow. And, you know. I'm like, wow. How could you do this to somebody? And I wasn't even there. I would have been like, hell yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe she just doesn't want to be friends with Sam anymore. So, she probably felt like, oh, let me treat it like trash one more time. <laughs> well, but she didn't have to do that. She could have, you know. I'm, I was still in this. I was like, well, if Sam continues to stay friends with the girl, let's, so to speak, hypothetically, like, oh, she stays friends with the girl for a couple of years, and the girl has one of her little episodes, and she does it again. And then if Sam lashes out on her, she's going to get beat up. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because there's only so much of something someone can take. Agreed. That's only so much they can handle. Like, it's I mean, even with abusive, like, it sounds like an abusive relationship here, so. I agree. I hope Sam does not go through her 20s into her 30s with that friendship still. That's a huge chunk of her life being wasted by someone treating her badly. Yeah, no one deserves to be treated badly. Human mm-hmm. like everybody else. People need to get out their little feelings that they're in and realize treat everybody the same. Yeah. Good friendships are deserved. You know, like, Good seriously. friendships last because of how you treat the person. And because of communication. Good communication, especially. Some people lack that. They lack that communication part. Maybe it's because of all the built-up feelings that they may have from past events, I guess. I don't know what built up feelings these people have because they just straight beyond some nonsense. That yeah, I'm they just with. straight up dogged her out, like seriously. Yeah. If it was me personally, I probably would have cussed her out the most I could probably do because then if it got assaults, you know, police and stuff like that, but I probably would have cussed her out. <laughs> it would have been, it would have totally been fine you know she deserved it you know she deserved to get cussed out if that were the case so Um, was there any moments leading up to this or did she just come out of nowhere and just be like oh Sam you're this and go off at the girl so basically we were all just chilling in the room and I'm good at picking up weird tensions and stuff and I was like oh you know one side of the room got quiet and in the other side of the room, they were just yapping away. Like, three people were on my right side, and two people were sitting on my left side. And I was, like, in the middle of both of them. So, six of us in the room. And, like, I noticed that Sam and Deja were quiet. And I was like, okay, something's going on. And then the other three that were on the other side of the room were just all in that little ball of conversation. Or at least... Two of them were, and Becky was just staring at the other two people, kissing and making out. <laughs> who and stares at people? Uh, I, who stares at people doing that stuff? I'm telling you, it's all a whole lot of awkwardness that happened, and all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, a doll comes flying out towards Sam. I guess it just like hit her in the face and shoved her glasses into her eye. And it was a like a little 
hard doll. It was like not plastic hard, but like you know, a firm teddy bear, like a firm teddy bear. Um, people yeah. were signing their names on it and stuff. And she hurled it at Sam, and then I guess Sam got up and walked away, and then that's when things started to unleash. Um, and she went away for a couple of minutes, and I was like, Sam, I was like asking, where did she go? And then, you know, that's when I got the hint. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Then I said what I said, and after having said what I said, Sam came back, and then, you know, the girl left, and then her mom came in, Sam's mother came in, and she was like, hey, I heard you putting someone in their place, and I was like, was I really that loud? (laughs) And they were like, yeah, we heard you through the door, it was closed, we heard you through the door, and I was like, okay. Oh, making them get out of their social norms. We heard you through the door. <laughs> That's all she's oh. like, we heard you. And I was like, well, uh, right now I'm going to blame my hard of hearing. Yeah, I'm hard of hearing, so I kind of talk loud when I know that's not really true. But when I get excited a little bit, I, you know, naturally we get kind of loud sometimes, especially with stuff like that. But yeah, every I would have gotten loud too. Like, who this girl think she is? Yeah, like, who is she? Like, I what does no. she? I would have confronted the girl. I was Sam, and I understand that Sam probably didn't want to cause something, but I would have caused something right there. Because Her now, aunt was there, and she didn't want to, you know, excite things. Sometimes you have to just forget about who's there and kick some ass in the moment just beat her up like she deserves to be beaten i would have said just close the door and just you know get her one good crack on the head or something (laughs) i would have probably confronted her oh yeah but i was sitting on my chair i mean i i guess i was loud enough it scared her some more you know the little prissy snooty self all got all like curled up and everything like oh she mm. got mad because she finally met her match because anyone mm-hmm. been taking stuff mm-hmm. I can't she got meet mad. this girl I can never meet this girl ever a day in my life <laughs> I would look no. at her like she's crazy and no, I would I have didn't asked even... her who the hell does she think she is who does she think she is she doesn't own no right to come and ruin somebody's party Cause she's mad. Like, get out your feelings. Right, all up in her feelings. I was like, in my head, it's never that serious. Some people just take things the wrong way or handle it or perceive it the wrong way. Sometimes, just be like that. But maybe she desperately needs Sam's attention at that moment, you know. But like, she had the whole day. Like, my thing is, I just. It it was it was something that it threw me off, and everybody else got quiet when I started talking louder than I normally did. Yes, and I did not get off my seat. I sat there nice and chill on that little rolly chair by the table, with my drink in my hand, and I just you know scolded her from across the room. Yep, and that right there is setting the atmosphere for. Mm-hmm. What you call it? for you showing Sam's people, white people, that you're getting out of the social norm. <laughs> you're getting out of that little box. 
And I didn't give a damn. I just don't know, understand that. Is it that people like to be abused? Like, what is it? Like, I don't know, but, you know. Because I heard Tam say something about, like, she was like, oh, the um, that's the difference between, like, black and white people. And I'm just like, mm. Yeah, because we don't have, to, like, I, and I'm going to say it again, we don't have time for nobody's bullshit. We sure don't. We catch things immediately and we stop it as soon as possible. Like, nope. We sure don't. They it's let like, things. I feel like they're selling themselves short as much as they want to be us and they want to imitate us and everything that they do. Not talking about Sam, like it, generalizing the whole thing. Yeah, generalizing. Yeah. You're selling yourself short. You're going to let somebody come in your house and disrespect you or whatever it is, selling yourself short. I don't know, we're just that type of race that doesn't take the mess from nobody, I guess. Mm-mm. We are not to be played with, point blank, period. Straight we're not up. to be played with because we face discrimination and racism. Oh, yeah. The color of our skin really matters. Preceding that, you know, color matters still. This day and age. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. society still can't get over it. Like, what? You can't get over on black? What? I can't get over your white? Like, come on. Like, ridiculousness. <laughs> I guess they can never get over it. Yeah, but then if white people start acting like us, it's kind of, it throws us off. Because it's like, what? You guys are usually the one that nice, that likes to, you know, generalizing once again. You know, they like to be the ones that like to de-escalate and keep things calm and civilized, yeah, so but no. so when they do no. like us, it's kind of just like, mm, don't do it. Because they don't, they don't look good trying to act black. You know what I mean? Like, it just looks retarded. Like, no offense to any people, but like, you know what I'm saying? It looks crazy. Like, what? Like, when you see white people, the way they dress these days, like, they stay trying to dress like us, and I'm just like, but you can't really do it. Like, where are you going with this? Like, this just... You trying to just like a black person for what? What are you trying to prove? Like, what's your point? We get it. You're we get it. <laughs> right. Like, this one girl. <laughs> she um said this comment. <laughs> I personally wasn't there. But I don't really talk to the girl because she's in the pajamas. She's this white girl. And she had said um to a bunch of people, it was Latinos... There was like some Mexican people, some black people, and I think a white person or whatever in the room. She said because of the color of her skin, she can get whatever job she wants. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. She pulled that race card because I work for Walmart, the company, and you know, Walmart and their discriminatory selves. They discriminate, they do openly. But it's yeah, okay. Walmart. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's okay because they don't discriminate towards me, but you know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of black people there. So it's just a couple of black people, mostly white and then mostly Spanish. And you know, those Spanish and white people seem to get proceedingly almost everything and us black people get nothing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so when she made that comment, everybody was like heated and people don't like her because of that and that caused her to almost lose her job. She should have the comment all because was because of a customer because I guess she told these Spanish people something and they weren't getting it and I guess she went to my manager and she was like oh we'll take care of these effing Spanish people 
But what I don't understand is when other races are being just like being racist or causing discrimination, it's somehow okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because if it wasn't okay, why didn't she get fired? Like, because what she said was te- technically a racist comment. Like, coaching or not, but that's their policy. They have to give you three coachings before they fire you. But I'm just like, that right there should have been automatic termination. You're just showing me that she can say whatever she wants and technically almost keep her job because of it. But then she was like, oh, she didn't mean to say that. So if anyone, if everybody uses the excuse, I didn't mean to say that, then that means they can pretty much get away with anything. Right. So I'm saying, oh, I'm going to punch him in the face. Oh, I didn't mean to say like, how do you not mean to say something? Obviously, clearly, you said what you said in the moment. You can't take back what you said because everybody looks at you like they don't even like you because you, you you talk a lot. That's one thing. But now you're using this race card. Like, I was like, we get it. You're privileged. We get it. We get it because you didn't lose your job. And I was like, had that been me, my ass would have been through the door because I'm African-American. And they seem to <laughs> fire or mess up black people's status quo that's true like come on yeah messing up about people so quickly and these white people get and these spanish people get all these grace periods like oh yeah it's okay we can give your coaching for it oh yeah we're not gonna fire you for it oh yeah like what like how but everybody has not liked that girl since then i was like hmm that's what she gets that thank god that i didn't say that because she know not to say that around me. How would I cuss her? I would I cuss her because I'm African American. So you're saying that in front of black people is being racist. And as you can see, I don't understand why society even cares about race because they see that black people do not handle discrimination very well. We don't take it very well. So I don't understand like why are we still having issues about it. Like. We are not going to take it well. We are going to riot and protest. Like, because you're basically doing all these harmful things because of the color of our skin. Like, we don't pay you well. But she didn't lose her job. She still works there. Well, that's probably where she is destined to remain. She's destined to remain there, and I'm destined to escape. (laughs) Right. You know, move forward, and she stays stuck where she... She can stay wherever she wants to stay. She wants to stay there. (laughs) I don't care. I'm finding my way out of that place. Like, I've been there for two years. I'm ready to just get out of there. Like, she talks about, oh, she's looking for another job. And I'm just like, that's good for you. That's great. I look for one that will let you say, I didn't mean to say that and still keep it. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean it that way. (laughs) So what what way did you mean it? Because there's only one meaning to something, how it's perceived. Like, well... She better come up with a really good excuse of what she really meant, apparently. I don't know what she really meant. And then she tried to blame me for everybody finding out that she got in trouble for it. I was like, don't try to blame me for your little problem. <laughs> you put yourself in that. You talk too much. Yep. You put that was all for her. Trying to blame somebody else. Don't blame me because I didn't do anything to you. If anything, I looked at you like you lost your mind. And I was like, what? Then she was like, oh. She don't trust me. She don't want to text me no more. Then she got offended the other day because I guess she called my friend. Don't want that. 
I'm not really talking right now. She called her a bitch. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I see you talking to this bitch. And I'm just like, what? Wow. I called her out on it the other day because um she looked like she wanted to talk to me because I said, um, I said, um, I don't really like everybody here. I just pretend, which is true. I really don't like anybody at my job. I just have a good way of pretending because I need to keep my job. So I have a choice but to put on the act of keeping it cordial, like, because I'm in the workplace. Then she goes on to say, um, she's like, oh, let's keep it cordial. And I'm just thinking in my head, let's keep it cordial for what? Because you're not going to put your hands on me like, you want to fight me because I confronted you about calling my friend a bitch? Like, you're <laughs> dope. Like, I was like, but you, she was like, oh, but you said that you didn't talk to her. I said, that's none of your business. What I said about the girl, that's between me and the girl. Why do you feel the need to butt your two cents in like anybody asked you what your opinion was? Nobody asked for your input. <laughs> like, oh, I see you talking to this bitch. What? I was like, the girl's dumb. The girl's mm-hmm. really dumb. She lost her mind. And I lost my Well, I didn't lose my mind, but she just made me mad because I was like, you calling somebody out their name and then you gonna sit there and play like the victim. Oh, well, let's keep it cordial. Like, what do you think this is? Are you looking to start a fight? Because if you want to fight, we can fight. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, you saying, oh, yeah, let's keep it cordial. Like, what are you going to do? Hit me because I don't want to speak to you? I said, I said, well, I didn't say hit me because you want, because, you know, the whole violence thing. I said, but you want to talk to me. Because even if I don't walk past you, if I walk past her and don't say anything, she gets offended. Offended over that? Wow. Yes, offended over that very action. It's like I'm not acknowledging her presence or acknowledging that she's there. What? <laughs> I don't need to acknowledge anything. You're nothing but drama. Goodbye. You can stay in that little toxic bubble of yours in front of me or behind me, but not talking to me. Like I was like, but you want to talk to me. because. And then after I said that to her, she kept her mouth closed. And I was like, yes, because I was right and you were wrong. Now get the fuck out of my face and keep it moving. Right. I was, Keep like, I was right because after that, she didn't say nothing to me. Nothing when I was going on vacation. Nothing. Why well, do I have her on social media? I just, um, I know she has on Facebook, Facebook or whatever. She has like people from work, and I'm just like, yeah, no. But she didn't say nothing to me after I said that. I was like, because you're right. You want to speak to me because I can walk past people and not say anything, and they don't have a problem with it. Well, some people do, but I don't know what their issue is like. <laughs> like I'm famous or something because I walk past people and then they get so offended like why what for hmm. I'm just trying to come do my job and go home like can you respect that they don't have anything else to do is the reason why is it's the reason they the older people and then some young people my age who get on my everlasting nerves like this generation's pissing me off with their BS always doing something so stupid can't keep jobs can't stay in school can't go to college like come on like sheesh i know i'm a millennial but sheesh my gosh you guys make us look bad make us look like garbage yes they yes do. they and do they, they have that a... they're up to some good or they swear they're doing like what are you doing besides like, just being old <laughs> being old like woo, like i was like <laughs> I was like, when she said that, I was like, oh, she knows not to say that about me. She would have, I would have told her to shut the F up and walked away. 
Yes, indeed. But that I don't even think, like, you see how people let situations get the best of them? Because it's like, even if you're having a bad situation with a customer, there's no need for you to pull the race card because you're venting or because you're mad. Like, and when they're when they're losing the argument, they they aim for that that N word, that N letter on the freaking keyboard, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she tries to say um nigga or nigger, and when she says it, it's just like I'm like, calm down. She used to try to say it when we were walking. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you know how white people try to be so loud, and it's like, why? What for? Like, what are you? What are you trying to prove here? That and that's when everyone should have just like spread out be. and walked away. From her. That you can be as black as I can be, but you can do it better. Like, what are you trying to prove? It's not a competition, boo. You We're don't trying to out black you with something. It's as simple as this: they don't compete where they don't compare. Let's face it. I mean, some white people are cool. Some are just, I don't know. <laughs> Others, they're in their own little world. They can care less about black people. But some to just some just seem to be riding on our issues. Like, oh yeah, discrimination, slavery, 1900s, 1800s. Like, yeah, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like they piggyback off our emotions. They want to hear reactions. They want to get our energy and our anger riled up because we're so busy being mad at them for the how emotional and how distress they caused. And yeah. oh. I don't know. Some of my people are really cool. Do you have a lot of white friends? Um, I have a mixture, like multiple multi races for friends. Um, I like the I appreciate the diversity that I have for friendships with people, you know, Italians, Hispanics, blacks, Asian, pretty much the whole shebang. And I like that. That's really good. I mean, I experienced my first dose of racism when I was like five years old, like when I first came to Massachusetts. Um, I will never forget this event, even though many people kind of just brushed it and forgot it. But I'm like, well, I won't because it's kind of what makes me not trust certain people very much. So what happened was actually I've had plenty of racial encounters. I mean, seeing how we live, I live in Massachusetts um, it's low-key prejudice, low-key racist, but more outspoken with the prejudiceness. Um, so what happened was, you know, five years old, kindergarten, I think it was like kindergarten or first grade at five years old, and the teacher that we had was spreading, was sitting, splitting the kids apart by who's white and who's black, separating us from one another in the classroom. And I didn't like it. And so I spoke out about it. And I was like, no, you can't do that. Why all the black kids with the black kids and the white kids with the white kids mix everybody together? And she got mad at me. And she, like, picked me up by my arms and tried to yell in my face. But when she put me up standing on the table to scream at me face to face, I slapped her in the face. And then she hit me. And then she hung me upside down by my legs. And I pretty much clawed her shins up. And then she put me back upright 
in front of her face and I slapped her again. And she dropped me and another teacher came to the rescue and all she was like, all I heard was, you're screaming bloody hell down the hall. And that teacher got fired immediately and sent to a mental institution. Really? Yep. So she's been in the mental institution. She's still in the mental institution? Yep. She was sent away to one of those. I don't know if she's out or whatever. I don't care what happened to her. But that's what happened to me. And then they changed my schools. Uh, Probably like two years later. I got switched to another school. Wow. So she must have had a traumatic experience as a teacher being in a mental institution. Oh, yeah, she was definitely put away because they said that they had been they were investigating her because she was she did it to plenty of other kids before, but it never got to the point where, you know, someone actually walked in on her doing that to someone. They never caught her, but they suspected that she was abusing the kids. Oh, oh, because I'm just like, oh, what's he your white? Yep, of course. She was white and very racist. You know, saying really mean things. Oh, you're black. Look at your hair and blah, blah, blah. What causes white people to hate us so much? Like, what? where's their hate from? Well, some white people that hate us black people is because we're just really amazing. Like, white we have resilience. Just as, just as amazing as black people. That's the Although truth. white but... people have their privilege that's yeah. the only advantage here they are just as amazing people as we are privilege we're all equal but they just have this privilege because they'll be superiority they'll be on top we'll be on the bottom and now that we're trying to get to the top i don't know why because now we're just family like uh <laughs> well like uh trying like a year or so because now we got Trump as president, so you see how that's working out. Yeah, he needs to get the not fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> not too good, not too good, not too good. But I wish that black people would just dial it back, you know? Ease off of the aggression and the oppression. Just ease off of it just a little bit. There's no need to have so much anger and displacement for the anger. Just slowly just ease it off like you're ripping off a Band-Aid. But soon enough, you're going to stab them, and then you're going to get hurt again. <laughs> for them, like, just take off the bandaid and just let the wound heal for a couple of, maybe a year or so, and then come back. But we just have seems to be all over the social media, and all over Facebook, and all over these, or all over the world, man. But, you know, with all that going on, um, it's yeah, just nobody so... really likes Trump, but they're mad because he did a lot of stuff, and he said a lot of stuff. Um, first of all, I think he bit off more than he could chew. Second of all, um, did y'all not vote him in? Like, They're the ones that put him in. They're the ones that put him in because I didn't vote. And people were like, why didn't you vote? People fought for you to vote. And I'm just like, I understand, and I respect him for that fought for me to vote. But I also have the choice not to vote because I don't care for politics because Politics is too much of a messy, nasty, dirty circle with all these white men in there and all these people in there shaking up hands and making up deals that can literally get America in so much trouble. Like, And look at how fast they freaking 
pass these bills within hours. They passed it because he's favored because he's white. And then, you know, when you as a minority would want to have a bill even get filed, that takes months. They drag their heels like they drag you in the dirt before they say, okay, well, look how hard you fought to get this bill passed. Like, nah. No, no. Give mine or many other people's bill the same speed you gave the other motherfuckers. I'm sorry, but, you know. It's, it has to be an equal but distribution. They're all like mad and they went on and on and on and on about the election. And I'm just like, because politics is rigged with a whole bunch of racist people. I'm sorry, but most of the people that are there are not for diversity. They're not for diversity. So therefore, they're going to try to manipulate the game and play tricks. It's like a game of spades. Like, you're going to see who can win. And whoever wins, basically... No diversity, just all white people, and their superiority is on top. And then the black people come in afterwards because somehow, you know, when white people don't include us, well, we feel left out. We cry in the corner, like ah. <laughs> then they include us. Then we semi include into the circle. Oh, we're added. Yes, cultural difference. No, I bet to differ on that one. Like they don't do with that crap. But they're the ones that made him president, so I don't know why they're so mad at all the things that he did. Oh, well, he's racist. He doesn't like Muslim. He doesn't like black people. He wants to build a wall for Mexico people. Um, what has Mexican people done to America? I don't know. His stereotypes are that Mexicans are rapists, they're gangsters, and they're all this bad stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, sheesh, what do they think of you? Well, I never really heard Mexicans to be doing anything. If anything, I would expect those um, stereotypes to be traded on black people. So, I don't understand that like, he's like, oh, Mexico's going to build a wall. He's going to make Mexico build a wall and they're going to pay for it. Mexico's not stupid. They try to come here to live the American dream. What the hell? What you well, you mean the American nightmare now? Oh, it's been a nightmare since. Yeah, it's been a nightmare since 9 11. That supposedly was some historic event that happened in history, but then they're saying a whole bunch of stuff was passed and billions of dollars was passed. Yeah, it's been a nightmare. I don't know. Like, this American dream is just slowly falling down. But, you know, the president and, you know, how America still has to obtain its wonderful image. Mm-hmm. That's what we're standing on. This wonderful image that we still have to obtain to other countries to get them to still come over here so we can use them to get in our schools get our jobs wipe out our nation basically oh and then there's China <laughs> we owe China so much money mm-hmm. we owe China billions of dollars and we'll they can do whatever they want to us because of all the money that's owed to them that is why we should never partner with China in the first place. And if we was going to partner with them, we should have been really smart about it. Like, do not have China making literally everything that America owns because you're too lazy to make things that are supposedly, that can be made in the U.S. Make it in the U.S. Oh, that costs billions of dollars. That costs too much money. Mm-hmm. So where's all this money going that's, in business because it's not going to anything that's needed for America. 
and then you have the troops and then you have the military. Ooh, I feel so bad for those people. I'm sorry. I cannot put my life online. I cannot put my life online for America. Well, um, I would like to really continue this conversation, but um, I have questions if you want to do a part two episode. Yeah, we should uh, do a part two. If you're available tomorrow or now, it's like later. That's, it's already tomorrow. <laughs> it's what, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, I'm available tomorrow. Cool. So we definitely would like to reconnect with you again. And thanks for joining on this co-host. It was really fun talking about literally everything. Yes. Um, so I guess I'm going to come up with a title for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for joining. You are very welcome. Have a great night. You too as well.